Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. It's a Thursday. I think it's the 25th or 26th. Um, and the obvious topic that I'm going to touch on today, uh, given the light, uh, in light of recent circumstances and events, uh, there was a mass shooting last night in Maine. Current uh, injured, it's like 60 to 80. I think the death toll is up to 22. Happened last night, I believe, around 8 or 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And the uh, suspect, something Robert Card, I believe is his name, is still at large. Uh, Mr. Card is ex-military. He's a firearms instructor, and this is who they're telling us right now it is. Um, and... Uh, According to reports, he killed a lot of people, and um, I obviously have thoughts on this, and I'm sure that you guys are all probably wondering what I have to say. The first thing I have to say is to the victims, the family of the victims, somebody woke up today or found out last night that their mom's no longer here their dad's no longer here a child's no longer here a friend's no longer here the husband or wife is no longer here and i am remorseful for the loss of life and i prayed and will continue to pray um with intensity for the families that God would find a way to, and with God all things are possible, but bring comfort and peace um, to the families of the victims. So I'm just going to pray over them. Lord Jesus, it is a wicked and evil world that we live in this fallen world consumed by the flesh and the flesh's desires, often manifesting in, in violence, Lord God. And when there's violence, many times those that are caught in the crossfire are innocents. And in this case, everybody caught in the crossfire of this tragedy was innocent, Lord Father. So I pray, Jesus, that you would bring comfort and peace to the families that are mourning. That you would bring healing supernaturally and speedily to those that are hurt and injured, Lord God. I pray your protection around everybody else in the state and surrounding states as this man is still out there and armed, Lord God. So I pray for the protection that nobody else would die and that they would capture this man alive. I pray that he is taken alive so we can figure out why this happened. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, um, this is a couple things. Number one, ex-military. Number two, history of mental health problems. Uh, number three, had made threats. I think wanted to shoot up a National Guard base. Had been 302'd, admitted to a psych ward, uh, and released. And there, the first thing that stands out to me is the current client, climate and the place that the, the, the shootings took place. So here in Maine, Maine's a swing state. Maine is one of those states where this year could turn from blue to very, very red with everything that's been going on. Maine is also an open carry state with very free gun laws. You could walk into a gun shop, pick a, pass a background 
you know, check and, and walk out with a gun in 20 minutes. Now, it's election season in a swing state with open carry. Um, I believe, and this might sound insensitive, this might sound like I have a tinfoil hat on, and so be it. If that's what you think of me, then so be it. I'm not often wrong. Let me just put it, let me just put that out there. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that this was, um, this guy was a shooter that was activated. Um, the timing, um, the weapons this guy had, um, a lot of the, uh, what you see, what he used is what they've been trying to ban. This also comes 24 hours 24 hours after Kamala Harris gets on Instagram and Twitter and calls for a national assault rifle ban. This also comes after Gavin Newsom um, out in California. Uh, his bill was struck down by the court. Um, so he got dealt a very heavy loss uh, in his attempt to, I believe, take assault rifles from California residents. So the timing of all of this is very suspicious to me. 24 hours after Kamala voices that we should ban all assault rifles and in wake of Gavin Newsom being dealt a major blow to his gun grab efforts during election season. You guys have to start to... Now that doesn't make this any less of a tragedy. If anything, it's even more tragic. But to me, this reeks of MK Ultra. Um, and if you look how many serial killers, uh, uh, what's his face, the Unabomber especially stands out to me. Harvard educated, went into a CIA mind control program and comes out a terrorist. Um, this reeks of MK Ultra. This reeks of inside job. This reeks of. So what government does is it creates atrocity porn to sway the court of public opinion. So we see a lot of this recently with Israel and Palestine. And some of it was true and some of it was debunked. What did they come out saying? They came out saying that babies were being beheaded. And when asked for evidence of this, we were all called anti-Semites and insensitive and, and all this other stuff. Long story short, no evidence that babies were beheaded uh, was produced. And, you know, Ben Shapiro, Shapiro shared an image of what was supposed to be a burnt body of a baby, and it turned out to be an AI-generated image of a puppy um, in a blanket. So, why would people over-exaggerate or tell lies? Well, because they want to be able to elicit a strong response. So what you're going to see here in the coming weeks and months, um, and it's interesting because when you read through comment sections in Facebook and Instagram, most people are starting to wake up. Most people are starting to realize you're seeing more and more people like, hey, this is fishy. The timing is suspicious. Something's not right here. So I'm just going to come right out and say I 100% believe that what we're going to see is that if this man is captured or killed, uh, either way, there's going to be a manifesto. It's going to have something to do with white supremacy. It's going to have, it's, it's, it's for sure going to be white supremacist. 
white people and guns because white people fiercely defend guns uh, and for good reason white people and guns are going to be vilified and there's going to be a call to outlaw, ban, whatever at least restrict the sale of assault rifles in this state and in the country you're going to start to see the gun control rhetoric really take an uptick right now um, and I think what their goal is is to get more people to sway blue because blue's anti-gun so to give you guys what my opinion is is it's I'm positive that this was an inside job I'm positive that this guy one guy injuring 80 people and killing 22 in an open carry state in a rural I mean Lewiston's the second biggest city in Maine but it's still rural so you're in a rural area. I don't know. I don't. I, at this point, I'm not even sure that this guy acted alone. What's interesting is that there's no eyewitness accounts, and we haven't seen any cell phone footage yet. Normally, when these shootings happen within five, six hours, there's some kind of cell phone footage that's been released on the internet. People start to spread it around. We saw this with the Buffalo shooting. Uh, we saw this with uh, Uvalde. We saw this with a lot of different places. And, you know, the other thing that's interesting is I'm going to be very interested to see what this guy's kit was that he's running. Because we've seen recently that the Daniel uh, Defense DDM-4 with the EOTAC and all the, all the bells and whistles has been the, the popular fed boy gun. So, you know, what's interesting is when you look at the Uvalde shootings, you had a kid that lived in a trailer with his grandma somehow got his hands on two Daniel Defense rifles, which is probably six grand right there, two $3,000 in ammunition and a brand new F-150. Where do you think all of that came from? I need you to think critically. The other thing I need you to think about is there, have, there was a gentleman who went to the FBI because his child, his autistic, socially awkward son, was being groomed to commit an act of violence on a on a chat board online. When he reported this to the FBI, you know who they discovered it was that was grooming him to commit this act of violence? The FBI. This is a political, they have weaponized, I know this is a, a redundant to say weaponized violence, but they have weaponized mass acts of violence to push an agenda and what you need to do as tragic as this is is you need to be able to control your emotions and think of things logically isn't it interesting how mass shooters never target police stations never target government buildings never target politicians and political events isn't it interesting that it's always schools bowling alleys restaurants why do you think that is well if a mass shooter targeted there would be no everybody would be thrilled if a mass shooter went after the government everybody would be thrilled whether openly or privately they would be very excited about that because everybody hates the government for the most part unless you're a hardcore bootlicker why do they why do they target bowling alleys and schools because it's an atrocity it's meant to hit people in their how could somebody do this nerve 
and it's meant to elicit a response, that response being we need to get rid of all guns. More than anything now, you know, and, and you know, many people would tell me, well, Mike, you don't know until you're in that situation. Had there been one semi-trained individual in that situation, this could be a completely different outcome. Look at what happened in that mall. Uh, what was it, Michigan? Active shooter in the mall, young kid with a with a with a he either had a 45 or a nine mil hit the shooter 30 yards away and put him down. Quick. Good men, well armed men are the best deterrent in these situations. But if you take the guns, so this is what they're doing. They're trying to disarm us. They're trying to disarm us and put us all on the grid. Electric cars, electric stove, uh, electric finances, no more cash, no guns. Every aspect of your life is going to be controlled. And they know that they can't control all of these things until they get the guns. Because we are the most well-armed populace on the planet by a long shot long shot it is the responsibility of men to stand stand against tyranny and although this is a an atrocious senseless mindless act men need to start to prepare themselves i'm telling you all right now that are listening to me men you need to begin to prepare yourself because it's only going to get worse and worse and worse you need to get guns you need to stock up on ammunition and you need to train you need to learn first aid you need to start preparing yourself for conflict because that's where we're headed because i'm telling you right now myself and many others included if they start trying to come and grab the guns it's going to get bloody quick and i know that seems extreme I know that sounds crazy to some of you, but it is the harsh reality of where we are headed. This generation is going to be the generation that folds and paves the way for future tyranny, or it's going to be this generation that digs their heels in and puts a stop to this bullshit. That's We, we have the fate of the future of the country and the world. This generation now, men, I'm talking to you from ages 20 to 50 years old. This current generation of men holds the bat, holds the world in its hand. We are either going to fold, give in to the pressure, give up the guns and get steamrolled, or we are going to, in the face of tyranny, make a stand against evil in the face of tyranny, make a stand against the evil, sick, twisted elites that want to treat us as tax cattle, that want to take our guns, that want to take our money, that want to put us all on the ground, that want to restrict how we move, restrict what we buy, restrict what we eat, restrict what we say. Your rights as a free man hang in the balance by a thread but I think about that scene from Hercules where the underworld goes to cut the thread and the scissors break as corny as that sounds that's how I think of this situation because 
you have to understand the implications. You have to understand the implications. You have to understand what's at stake here. Many of you do not understand what's at stake here. If they could get the guns in Maine, they could get the guns everywhere. It all hangs in the balance. It all hangs in the balance. And my response to you is when they start to clamp down, when they really start to make the grab, how will you respond? Will you respond like a coward? Will you tuck your tail between your legs and give up your only hope of defending yourself against tyranny? Or will you dig your heels in? Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to be willing to sacrifice everything, including your life. And I will tell you, I am willing to sacrifice everything to be sure that my daughter doesn't grow up in a totalitarian state. That my daughter doesn't grow up in a world where her bank and her livelihood can be shut off because she disagreed with the government on Facebook. I There's so much at stake here, and until you really start to wrap your head around this, you're going to live in a constant state of just numbed stupidity until then you're just, it's the frog in the boiling water. The frog in the boiling water, man, it's just going to get hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter, and you're just going to sit there, and you're just going to sit there, oh, it'll cool off, oh, I can handle this, oh, it'll cool off, before you know it, you're dead. Before you know it, you're dead. Senseless tragedy, but it's beginning to elicit the exact response that they want. It's beginning to elicit the exact response that they want. The founding fathers of this country, regardless of what you've been taught in your liberal indoctrination camps, the founding fathers of this country created what was the most beautiful expression of humanity, the most beautiful expression of cooperation and teamwork, the most beautiful expression of freedom that a man and a woman could have. And in, at the nascent baby stages, the embryonic stages of this country's foundation formulation, what did they warn against? What did they put into our Constitution to make sure that that freedom continued to ring throughout the world? A well-armed populace with the ability to overthrow a tyrannical government. We are getting to the point where it's either tr get trampled on to dust or start to fight back. Now, I'm not telling anybody to go and commit any sort of act of violence. I'm not telling you to go out and be violent. I'm not telling you to start using your weapons. It's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that you need to be prepared to defend yourself. You need to be prepared to defend your family. You need to be prepared to defend your beliefs. And you need to be prepared to defend your ability, your right, your God-given right in this country to bear arms. Boy, Mike, you sure are dramatic. Am I? I don't think I'm dramatic enough. I don't think I'm being dramatic enough with what's at stake. There's a white Subaru next to me first. Okay, it's a little old lady. It's what this guy's, uh, well, I think they got that car. It was a 2003, 2013 Subaru Outback.
But you need to be ready. Because it's about to get real crazy here soon. It's about to get real crazy. Strap in. Love you guys. Let's get it.